Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Say yes to life and be positive. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Asia Gonzalez and the, today the theme for our show is the gift of positivity. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. Each week we bring you a stimulating, mind-bending, motivating program Based on a chapter from our award-winning book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, Simple Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, Learning, and Leading. So I'm going to read The Gift of Positivity by Ivan Burnell from Cynthia Bryan's book, Be the Star You Are for Teens. Ivan inspired the world to live their dreams for over 40 years. He wrote the books, Living in the Unlimited Universe, Power of Positive Doing, Road to a Happier Marriage, and Say Yes to Life to help others live a powerful, happy, positive life. Being positive about your life is a gift that you give yourself. It is not a gift that anyone else can give you, even if they wanted to, be they parent or friends. Has anyone ever told you that you can have whatever you want? Could you possibly believe that? Or do you believe that you will have to settle for something less? Well, what is it that you really want? Oh, sure, you can want to ace that chemistry test next week, or you want a terrific date for the prom, or you want to get a positive acceptance from the college of your choice. Are those just dreams, or are they something you really want? Real wants are defined. They are specific. When you get them, you recognize them, and just as importantly, you know why you want them. In my courses at the first session, I usually ask each participant to write down what they want in their life for today, tomorrow, next year, or the next decade. Nearly everyone starts by writing that they just want to be happy, yet most of them cannot define what would make them happy. Their assignment, and yours also, is to define exactly what they want in detail for different areas of their life and why they want it. Let me tell you the story of Anna. Anna was a teenager who came to my classes because she wanted to change her life. She knew that eventually she would marry and she had seen the results of many unhappy marriages. She wanted a lasting relationship with a wonderful man. She found the thought discouraging because she lived in a very small town of fewer than 500 people. I had her make a list of all the characteristics that she wanted in a life partner and why each of those characteristics were important to her. The list became long and detailed as she worked on it. Part of her assignment was to read the list over each day. As she did this, she found that there were some areas in her own life that needed work. She showed me the list and I encouraged her to continue. However, she made the mistake of showing the list to some girlfriends. They laughed at her and told her that there was no one like that in town and she should settle for someone else. 
Anna's story had a happy ending. Before the series of classes ended, a young man happened to move into town. Was it good luck that he fit the description in her list? Or is it because she was prepared to recognize the qualities in someone else that she had also developed within herself? This happened several years ago, and today they are happily married. Anna is not the only one who can get whatever she wants. You can too. Start by writing a list of what you want. Be specific as to what you want and why you want it. Do you want an A in that test next week? What are you going to do to get it? Good luck comes when you are prepared and ready to accept it. Now here is an exercise to attract positivity. What do you really want to attract into your life? Take a few moments and write down in detail everything that would make you very happy and fulfilled. What does it look like? How does it feel? Who is with you? Use your senses to express your ideas and feelings. Believe in the possibilities of manifestation and decide to attract only positive outcomes. Be careful what you ask for. You will eventually get it. Think positive, as said by Ivan Bernal. So this story is a very huge eye-opener because we think about positivity and we think about optimism, you know, being an optimistic person, always looking on the bright side. And with that kind of exercise as uh, writing something down that will make your life happier and more fulfilled, it is a great way to kind of lay out expectations of the way you want your life to be. And it's a great way of kind of setting goals for yourself as well. You know, if you're writing down like, this is what I want to get done in maybe a week. This is what I want to happen next week. And if you keep looking at it, if you keep thinking about it, and you become prepared to allow that to happen in your life, it's a great way to allow positive things to be attracted into your life. And there are some things that I've found posted by a man named John Gordon. He is, he's like a, he's a teacher. He graduated from, what was it? Oh, okay. So he graduated from Cornell University and he has a master's in teaching and he trains uh, people to become positive leaders and he trains organizations and teams to just be more positive and productive. And he has some points on how to attract positivity into your life. And the first one he has is, uh, it's positive people live longer. And in a study of nuns, those that regularly express positive emotions lived on an average of 10 years longer. If you're always positive and you're always thinking in a positive way, of course you're going to have a longer life expectancy because you're happier. You, it's your mindset is just more happier and it just gives you a more productive life and the second one he has is positive work environments outperform negative work environments and I feel like that's just a huge given you know when when you're in a positive work environment you are motivated you are happy to be at work and you are just looking forward to that day and when I'm in my um, daycare where I work with children you know we have some off days And those days are very, very uh, frustrating because you're dealing with children and it's really hard to uh, keep yourself from getting too frustrated because they're just children. You know, you can't really tell them and you can't really expect too much of them behavior-wise because they just don't know sometimes. And 
there are days when I get to work and I am just so exhausted to where sometimes I just don't even want to be there. And I have to think to myself, you know what? I'm here. I'm with these kids. I've got to be positive because that's just going to reflect on them when they go home with their parents. So when I get there, I get with my co-teacher, um, the teacher that I'm with the most, of the most of the time. And, you know, I look at her and if it seems like it's going to be a hard day, you know, we both say to each other, it's going to be a hard day most likely, but we're going to get through it and we're going to stay positive for the kids. And when you're in a negative work environment, you're not really motivated. You know, I've come to work, like I said, very unmotivated, very negative, and that impacted my entire work day. And surprisingly, it affected my partner, uh, my coworker as well. You know, we were both just in this really negative mood. And it just, it impacted all of us. And I feel like that uh, kind of mindset just floated around the entire building of the daycare to where all of us were just in a bad mood because that just, that vibe was hanging there. And at the end of the day, you know, we got done, we closed the daycare and we all looked at each other we're like, wow, we're done. Okay, we're good. And, you know, that positivity, positivity came back because we were, we're happy that we got the day done, you know, effectively. And the next one that he has is positive, optimistic salespeople sell more than pessimistic salespeople. And I feel like that's also another given is that when, when you're positive and you're talking to people, they get that vibe from you. And they think, oh, this person is a very relatable person. I enjoy and I feel comfortable talking to this person. So if you're a salesperson and you're talking to people in a very positive tone, telling them how great this product is or just giving them a feel of how great your personality is, then that gives you more of a chance to be able to be successful in that sales pitch or sale that you're doing. And when you're pessimistic about, you know, oh my gosh, I'm probably not going to make this sale, or this person probably not even going to like my product, or this person probably doesn't even like me, you know, that vibe is going to rub off on that person and they're going to get that from you and say like, oh, maybe this person isn't the best person to work with. I should probably try another product or another salesperson. And also positive leaders are able to make better decisions under pressure and I feel like that's a really good one because leaders they have a lot on their shoulders and when you're a positive leader and you're under pressure and you're looking on the bright side like hey whatever this is we can get through it then this is a perfect time to really uh, show that your teammates how how you can act under pressure and when you give them a positive uh example then that impacts them too and when you're under pressure and you are pessimistic about something it kind of clouds your judgment you know you're worrying about everything else except for that decision that you're about to make in that moment that you're in and the next one is uh marriages are much more likely to succeed when the couple experiences five to one ratio positive to negative interactions whereas the ratio approaches one to one marriages are more likely to end in divorce and that was a scary one because if you have more positive experiences than negative experiences, obviously that means your marriage is going to go pretty well. So uh, if you guys want more stories and encouraging chapters like these, check out our award-winning book at, for the Be The Star You Are for Teens, Simple Gifts for loving, Living, Loving, Laughing, Learning, and Leading. During the break, everyone, be sure to check out our brand new radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, and more. And also visit our charity site at btsya.org. And watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. 
Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation with the um, author Amy Scher on the topic of positivity. I am Asia Gonzalez. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting and inspiring program. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Today, our show is all about positivity. When things take a turn for the worst, positivity is the best medicine. Being positive is the key to becoming the very best that you can be. Joining us this week is Amy Scher, an, a- an LA-based author, energy therapist, and leading voice in mind-body-spirit healing. Amy uses energy therapy techniques to help those experiencing emotional or physical challenges to heal permanently and completely. After years of struggling with a life-threatening illness, she discovered answers to the important question, why do some people heal from emotional and physical issues while others don't? After healing herself when doctors had given up all hope, Amy is now an internationally sought-after practitioner helping others achieve true healing. 
Amy's inspirational story, down-to-earth approach to self-healing and accessible teaching style has been well-received by a variety of audiences, including the Department of Psychiatry at Stanford University and the Harley-Davidson Motor Company. She speaks at conferences and healing retreats nationwide. Thank you for joining us today, Amy. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much, ladies. Yeah, it's lovely to have you. So let's start off with a few questions. What since you've been, you know, you've gone through all of this healing process and, you know, you've recovered from a life-threatening illness, what do you think is the best way to deal with difficult emotions? And how did you deal with your difficult emotions when you were going through all of this? That's a great question. So the best way that I learned to deal with difficult emotions is to acknowledge them, is to just admit to yourself and maybe some people around you that you feel anxious or you feel sad or you feel nervous, whatever it is, because I think Mm -hmm. a lot of what created illness in my body was I was one of those people or one of those kids growing up and one of those teens that kept everything inside. I really bottled everything Mm -hmm. inside. And when we do that, it feels easier in the moment sometimes than dealing with our emotions. But what happens is they all get stuck in our body. And one day that catches up to us. And then we have to deal with it all. So What I always tell people is it's so much easier to just deal with your emotions as they come up to say, I feel sad. I wish I didn't, but I do just to acknowledge it and not judge ourselves for Mm -hmm. feeling however we feel. That's very important. I believe, you know, it's like us when we bottle that up, we're kind of keeping all of that. uh, It's like keeping or eating something that's really bad for you. You keep doing it. But you don't stop and it just it affects your body so negatively. Exactly. And it just all adds up, up mm-hmm. over all of those years. So I was in my 20s when it really caught up to me. Mm. And when I was looking back on my childhood and my teen years, I was thinking, oh, if only I would have had a lighter kind of attitude toward myself and been nicer to myself when I mm-hmm. had difficult emotions instead of trying mm-hmm. to tell myself to snap out of it right away. So it is yeah. really important to be positive in life, but it's easier to move toward positivity more quickly if you acknowledge that sometimes you can't be perfectly positive all of the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is, you know, it kind of differs for some people. What For you, what is the best way to stay positive? The best way to stay positive for me, because I, um, I really practiced at this and I'm a positive person now, but I'm not naturally really positive all the time. Mm. So I take baby steps. Sometimes it's really, really still hard for me to see the positive. So I look for something tiny. And I remember when I was really sick and people would say, stay positive, it will help, you know, it will help you heal. And I thought, how can I stay positive? I'm in pain. I have anxiety. I can't, you Mm -hmm. know, have a job like everyone else. And I would start to just find really tiny things to be positive about. Like I would think, oh, you know, my right big toe doesn't hurt because sometimes that was the only (laughs) So I would go really small it's really hard when we're feeling upset or mm-hmm. in a friendship or nervous about school it's really hard mm-hmm. suddenly to then find you know to then look at everything like it's perfect and have this glorious positive attitude but if you can find one tiny little thing that feels positive that helps just move you in the right direction and then find another thing so I would find like well my right toe doesn't hurt and that was kind of silly but sometimes it was the only thing and then five minutes later I would say well my hair doesn't hurt okay that's two things and then you 
you kind of make a game out of it. And that's mm-hmm. what I my clients to do is just make a game out of it. See how many little tiny things can add up to, okay, maybe it's not the worst day of my life after all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about it. Yeah. That's definitely, I can so relate to that because, you know, sometimes I'll get a bad grade on a test and then I think, well, you know, like I, I have food to eat when I get home and, you know, there's snacks in the in the pantry and that's a good thing, you know, it's not the worst day of my life. And I love that outlook that you have. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that... Um, you know, you're not naturally, you know, a positive person, although you've, you, you're definitely amazing. And like, look at all this that you've accomplished. But, you know, I, I know a lot of people aren't naturally like optimists. And it kind of, it's kind of hard for us to be, you know, positive, right? So is it good to always be an optimist? Or, you know, like, do do we, should we always be pushing towards, you know, positivity and like looking on the brighter side? I love that question. That's such a such a good question. You girls are awesome. So <laughs> very important to be an optimist, but I think it's important first to allow your true natural emotion to come up. So mm-hmm. a lot of us are trained optimists. We're not naturally like that, but so many studies show that the more we look for to be the more we look to be grateful for, the more easily we then find things. So I always recommend mm-hmm. sort of a two-step process. One, just acknowledge, I'm in a crappy place, I feel crappy, let yourself have those emotions, and then decide that you're not going to wallow in them. Because once you acknowledge them, emotions sometimes can be a little bit bratty, and they like their, <laughs> their, their like their few seconds of, of fame. So it's always best to acknowledge them, sort of let them have, let them talk to you, acknowledge why you're so frustrated that you didn't get a good grade or whatever it may be (laughs) and decide, okay, now we're going to kind of get over it and move on. What can we find that's positive? Okay. Now I know, you know, what I didn't understand on the test and what I need to study for. And maybe I can make a little game and do even better next time. And you sort of just move in that direction. But I think it's always good to be positive, but only after you've sort of let yourself pout for a few minutes. Yeah, I definitely Mm -hmm. agree with that. And, you know, we were talking, you were talking about school, Brigitte, how, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. you'll fill a test, but then you'll think, oh, I got food to go binge on when I get home. (laughs) But, but, you know, I'm in college and that gets really, really overwhelming. You know, I'm in a tough spot in college right now and I'm trying really hard to deal with it and be positive and, you know, think, you know, I, right now I have the opportunity to go to college. And most of the time, I get really overwhelmed with that. And, you know, what works for that? How can I turn that into positivity to help me with that? Sure. Can I teach you a really easy trick for getting yourself out of a negative funk? Hmm. Yes. Okay. So if you find the place in your neck where you would tie a tie, if you are wearing one, like right in the notch of your neck, and Mm -hmm. you go about an inch below that in the middle of your chest, there is a gland under under your chat or under your sort of breastbone called the thymus gland, T-H-Y-M-U-S. That gland is part of your immune system, but it also helps regulate stress. So oh, if, you tap, if you tap that gland with your fingertips, or you can do it with a closed fist, just be nice. But if you, <laughs> yeah, what happens is it helps your body release stress and release difficult emotions. So that's my one of my go-to techniques when I'm upset and I can't get out of the funk. What mm-hmm. I do is I clear or I release that stress that's coming up. And then that allows me to get into a better place, take a deep breath, and then see the positive more easily. 
I will definitely use that during my tests. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I'm a terrible test taker. I need that. Yeah. Yeah. Or like when it, uh, when you're, mm-hmm. you're angry, whatever you are, tapping on that even before you go take a test can really calm your body down, so that mm-hmm. it's easier to be positive and relaxed. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely. I need that tip. Oh my gosh. Oh, I. Um. Quick question. So I've heard that there's a technique for like, um, you, you know, relieving yourself yourself of like anxiety and stress, where you breathe in for four seconds and then hold your breath for seven and then breathe out for eight minutes. So my question is: Is that does that really work? Because you know I've had so many people tell it to me, and I feel like it has a bit of effect, but I don't know you know how effective it actually is in releasing anxiety. So is that is that an effective method? Yeah, so so that's that's basically deep breathing and controlled breathing, which works really well for a lot of people. The only problem is that you have to get into a calm enough space to do that breathing and do it, oh. do it sort of in a meditative way. So it works really well for some people. For me, I'm one of those people that likes to do something um, more... Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard for me when I get stressed to like get really quiet and relaxed, which it takes for breathing. So one of my go-to things is to get outside and put my feet on the ground. The earth has incredible healing and calming properties. And if you take your shoes and socks mm-hmm. off and you put your feet on the grass or the dirt or even unsealed concrete work. So as long as the concrete's not shiny and painted over, that will really, really help calm your energy and calm your body. So I prefer, that's called grounding. Ooh. And I prefer that to deep breathing, but breathing works well. You just kind of have to find your thing. And now you know the side mm-hmm. is tapping, so you can try that as well. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I'll use that <laughs> before violin That's super recitals. Helpful. That's awesome. Perfect. You can stand outside on the grass barefoot and tap your thymus gland. You can do it all at once and you'll be you'll be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Extra calm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. That's I like those tips because it's not super complicated and it's definitely something that you can just do in the spur of the moment. You know, if you're not feeling yourself and let's say like you're taking a test like I have an algebra test coming up and I'm pretty sure I could use something like that you know when I'm feeling super stressed out about this certain problem or anything that will help calm my nerves yep and I always tell my um my clients who are teens or in in school still to you know college college students to just run in the bathroom before your test and just take one minute and just breathe and tap your thymus gland it will really do wonders yeah definitely well thank you so much amy after the break we'll find out how uh she was able to get a second audition and unfortunately uh we're out of time but we will definitely talk more about amy and her inspirational story you can also find her on youtube through her channel amy b sure Okay, support our show and these amazing segments by giving a donation to Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more information on how to do this, go to www.bethestarur.org. When we come back from break, we will talk more with the amazing Amy Scher, so don't go anywhere. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. 
If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. Today's topic is the gift of positivity. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. In this segment, we'll be continuing our inspiring discussion with author and energy therapist, Amy B. Sher. Using energy therapy and emotional healing techniques, how to heal yourself when no one else can shows you how to achieve complete and permanent healing by loving, accepting, and being yourself no matter what. After overcoming a life-threatening illness, Amy had an epiphany that healing is more than just physical. Her dramatic story serves as a powerful example of how beneficial it is to address our emotional energies, particularly when nothing else works. Most importantly, Amy lives by her self-created motto, when life kicks your butt, kick back. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Amy. Hi. All right, so earlier we were talking about uh, how important it is to address your emotions and to just accept what's going on and that will help uh, calm your nerves and we also talked about a really fun and uh, really useful tip on how to calm yourself you know in the midst of a very stressful moment yep and all of those you can use anytime pretty much anywhere and I was wondering uh, about a question that we had asked earlier we asked is it good to always be an optimist and the question popped up in my mind Is there a difference between realism and pessimism? 
interesting. That's a very good question. So it's really interesting because there's a movement now. It used to be that you should be realistic and that you should, you know, this is real life and you can't be too optimistic. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that can breed some pessimism. Yeah, <laughs> Now, more and more, science is showing us that we create our realities, that what we expect, what we believe, what we look for to happen actually Mm -hmm. happens. We're so super smart that our subconscious (laughs) minds, which is a part of our a part of our whole being, but runs a large part of us. It's a part of our mind. Mm-hmm. It it actually creates our reality. And that happens based on our perceptions and thoughts. So it's like mm-hmm. our mind leads and our body follows. So what I always tell people is dream as big as you can. Be as optimistic as you possibly construct yourself to be because science is showing that your your body and your energy and your um, your mm-hmm. organs, all of that follows your perception beliefs. So if that's mm-hmm. true, we need to like shoot for the stars and just yeah. be unrealistic as humanly possible with our optimism. <laughs> and because then we can create a reality that matches that. And on the flip side, if we're very pessimistic and we're always looking at the negative, then we're going to create that reality. So we get exactly. so cool that science is proving that we get to choose now what we're going to create for ourselves just by changing our thoughts. And I think that sounds a lot like the secret, you know, the power of attraction. That's kind of what it sounds like. <laughs> That actually mm-hmm. is what it is, except over the years. And I remember when that movie, The Secret, came out. So do out. I. I remember that. Yeah, and it was such a huge thing. And mm-hmm. and now, you know, and now science has really caught up to show that, um, that that stuff is really true. And while that movie talked a lot about, you know, getting the car you want and the home uh-huh. you want, mm-hmm. sometimes it's best just to focus on the feeling you want. We want to be happy. Yeah. We we want to, and those things work the same way. So even mm-hmm. though it's a little bit crazy to spend all of our time maybe wishing for that Ferrari or whatever, we can use <laughs> yeah. it in a way that makes sense for our lives and hope we get into the college, you know, you know, be optimistic about getting into the college we want or feeling mm-hmm. happy at school or whatever it may be. So we can start smaller and then work up to the Ferrari later if you want that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, I I was uh, watching a TV show the other night. I, I don't know if you guys know about it, but it's it's like um, families switch the um, maternal figure of the household. So the wife will often go into another household. And so I was watching this episode where this this wife who has basically, you know, she set goals for herself and she's really positive and, you know, she's motivated herself. She has, like, manifest boards and she, like, sets goals and she's able to achieve them. And she's, she's switched into, like, a sort of, you know, a family who's kind of down and, you know, they've, they're, they live in a kind of a destitute area of the United States and, you know, the power plant that the... Uh, bread earner has just has been working at has just you know laid off a bunch of people and in that you know situation how does someone who is a positive figure bring more positivity into you know that kind of situation like if you're the positive figure and you you know you can't really relate to what's going on with someone else how do you bring positivity into their lives 
That's a really great question. And I feel like in a lot of cases, I'm in this situation too, because a lot of people get on the phone with new clients and mm-hmm. they come to me for help because they have anxiety or they're miserable or they're sick, mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. And they want help being more positive, but I don't always relate to exactly what they're going through. And mm-hmm. I'm probably this silly, crazy, positive person, you know, <laughs> the moment. So the best thing I do is, again, just help in baby steps. Like people Mm -hmm. need to be introduced to things slowly, typically, Mm -hmm. or our brains go, we're not going to do that. And we come, we become rebellious three-year-olds. So I think, (laughs) I think leading by example and people, you know, energy is so contagious, positive energy and negative energy. (laughs) Yeah. More positive. Mm -hmm can be and just do our own thing and not worry if those people think we're silly or crazy makes such a difference and it's contagious it catches on and also when helping somebody be more positive just start small just try to point out the little positive things maybe don't start them off trying to make a vision board when you know, <laughs> can't even imagine then when they don't even know what a vision board is yeah yeah smaller just start and that's really how I start with kids um, when I work with kids is just starting by going, hey, isn't that cool that this or that happened? And they'll go, oh, yeah, I guess it is. Mm. Pointing, pointing them towards what is good to see, which is the positive, instead of what maybe they're used to looking for, which is the negative. Mm. So baby steps yeah. all the way. You know, being positive when you're normally an op- you're like a pessimistic person, it's kind of a huge life-changing, you know, point in your life and that's something that you definitely need to be slowly introduced to because it's it's kind of like a hit in the gut you know bam you know life is different now right right and so many people think also that once they try to be positive then they get mad at themselves for every negative thought they have and that's Mm -hmm. not how it's supposed to work we're human beings we're all going to have negative thoughts Um, you know but but if we, if we tip the scales toward a little more positive, our lives become happier and easier and, you know, more effortless. And so I always tell people, you're a human. Like, I'd, I'd be really worried about you if you were positive all, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You just have to reach a little bit more toward the positive than the negative, And that can just make such a big difference in your life. And again, start small. Sometimes, sometimes it's hard to find the positive, but you can find the tiniest little thing, you know, and yeah. just start there and keep going. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. It's like, yeah, I got to calm down, look at the little things. Um, mm-hmm. So I... I sometimes, you know, again, I'm <laughs> not perfect either. And, you know, I do get kind of, you know, angry at myself or upset when I get a bad grade or something's happened in school or like sports that has gotten me down. How how does one deal with these emotions, like, you know, upsetting emotions without becoming like violent or, you know, how, how do you really get those emotions, you know, out of your system before you become really positive about where you're going? Yep. So for that one, I'm going to go back to that thymus tapping. Just start tapping mm-hmm. your chest. Okay. <laughs> that is really going to help release the emotions. And in my book, I actually have a technique how to release very specific emotions from the past mm-hmm. using that tech, using using the thymus tapping. And it's a little mm-hmm. more complex than what I'm teaching you, but but mm-hmm. it works really well just to think, you know, think or say, I'm feeling sad, and then just tap your thymus gland. Just Just do the tapping to help release that from your body so that then you can kind of move on. So I do that tapping a lot, and so do all of my clients. We all do it. And the interesting thing is 
If you do the tapping and that gland or that area is a little bit sore, it usually means there's a lot of stuck emotion there. So while you don't want to tap it super, super hard, you know, you do want to keep tapping it. And you'll see over time as you release those emotions and that stress from your body, it won't be so sore anymore. And you'll know that you're getting to a better place. Yeah. And it kind of seems like you're releasing a lot of uh, nervous energy as well. And, you know, it's weird because when you're stressed about something, like, like again, let's say you're taking a test and you take your pen and you're, you start tapping it. And that's like releasing all of your nervous energy, kind of. Exactly. And your nervous system in your body is so part of what makes us anxious or nervous. It gets kind of too, too triggered or too riled up. And so anything to release that sort of extra energy Mm-hmm. It's really good. There's another trick that you can do, too, that's a really good calming technique, which is taking the fingertips of your of, of both hands and just placing them very gently on your forehead. So you just rest them on your forehead. And I don't mm-hmm. use my thumbs. I just use um, the rest of the fingers. This is a technique I learned from somebody named Donna Eden, who wrote a book mm-hmm. on who wrote several books on energy medicine. And this Mm -hmm. actually helps when you put your fingers there, it helps blood come into the frontal lobe of the brain. And what happens when you're stressed is all that blood drains out because you're so stressed. And it's very, very hard to think your way out of being panicked. And so by sticking your fingers and holding them there for a few minutes or until Mm -hmm. you feel a little bit of a pulsating in your fingertips really helps bring the blood and the energy back to the brain and then lets you talk to yourself in a way where you're able to calm down and think yourself out of that situation. So that's another really easy one to do. Mm -hmm. That sounds very, very helpful. And that's also pretty calming too. It's not something super complicated. Mm -hmm. I'm all about easy. I always say that um, when I was healing, I was a self-professed, sort of lazy healer. I like to find all the short. (laughs) (laughs) And when you're stressed, that's the last time you can start, you know, that it's good Mm -hmm. to start try having to figure out something complicated. So all my are super, super easy. Yeah. We're we're funny that way. We always want the easy way out. I know. (laughs) Not always. It's not always possible, but for this work it is. So (laughs) yeah, definitely. And wow, I need some of those easy techniques in my life. I always get really stressed. And that's definitely, thank you so much for like giving me all these tips. And, you know, again, thanks, Amy, for this wonderful discussion and being here and talking to us today. And guys, to learn more about Amy Cher and her amazing message of energy, of positivity, visit her website at www.amybshare.com. Also, the name of her book is How to Heal Yourself When No One Else um, Can. And this is a great book. In this book, Amy, again, talks about all the techniques that you can use to calm yourself down and to really focus on the positive aspects in your life. So during the break, be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for Be the Star You Are 501c3 Literary Literacy and Positive Media Charity. I'm Brigitte Gia. Don't forget to check out our newly refurbished site. We think you'll love it. When we come back, we will continue our inspiring conversation on positivity. Stay with us for more empowerment and entertainment. I'm Asia Gonzalez. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids Channel. Your hosts, the Kids First film critics, preview all the latest movies before they're released, interview stars on the red carpet, and share their reviews with you so you can make informed decisions about what you select to see. Our reporters, ages 7 to 16, will bring you a kid's perspective on these films. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune into What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Brigitte Chia, and our program is Express Yourself. Today, the theme for our show is the gift of positivity. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. For this segment, we're going to be joined by Alex Palegos, veteran reporter on Express Yourself, bringing you his health wrap on positivity. Take it away, Alex. Hi, guys. Uh, as you know, I'm Alex Palegos, and here's my health wrap. So tonight's topic of our discussion is positivity. It's a great topic for the health wrap because being positive can be very beneficial to your health. But before I tell you the healthy benefits of being positive, let's get a working definition of positivity. Positive thinking is about approaching the challenges that life throws at you with a positive attitude. Instead of getting negative, positive thinking will help you approach a situation or a problem or a challenge with the attitude of, how can I make the best out of this situation? It doesn't mean that someone who has positive thinking only sees the good things in life, even when bad things happen. Well, that's definitely not it, and that's not even realistic. But basically, positive thinkers cope with life better, and there are are plenty of scientific studies that show that having positive thinking can be really beneficial to our health. So let's take a look at a few examples. 
You might already know that stress can reduce your body's natural immunity to disease. That's a fact. Stress can lead to all kinds of health problems. Not only are there health problems caused by stress, but nearly every disease and medical disorder on the planet is made worse by anxiety and stress. Positive thinking can help manage stress. This prevents a wide range of health problems. Positive thinking helps to fight stress, thereby preventing it from weakening your immune system. In fact, positive thinking has actually been found to boost your body's ability to fight off disease. Positivity also helps your heart. Your heart is a surprisingly delicate organ considering all the hard work it does, and both stress and anxiety can mess with your heart function. However, positivity can lower your risk of heart disease, including stroke and heart attacks. People who think positively tend to exercise more, eat healthier, and live happier lives. Studies have found that positive thinking has helped victims of crises recover more quickly. Thinking positive thoughts helps you to be more resilient, enabling you to back, bounce back from serious or traumatic experiences. Positivity can also help you live longer. A study conducted at the University of London found that seniors who thought positively tend to age healthier. This means that they suffered from fewer physical and emotional problems as they got older. They even had a longer life expectancy than their negative counterparts. Positivity can aid in pain tolerance, too. In one study published in Science Direct, positive thinking was proven to help people tolerate pain. Considering that stress and negativity causes pain sensations to be stronger, it's pretty easy to see how positive thinking could help reduce the pain. But it also helps you to take your mind off the pain and thus tolerate it better. Another great benefit of positivity is that it has been proven to lower high blood pressure, thereby preventing the risk of hypertension and other heart problems. High blood pressure is one of the many things that can cause heart disorders, the number one cause of death in the world today. In conclusion, positivity is a great quality to have in one's life. Not only does it help us better cope with the challenges of life, it also directly benefits our health. Thank you so much, Alex, for that. I definitely agree how you say that our stress levels can definitely affect our health, um, especially when it uh, makes our blood pressure higher. And I think that is definitely dangerous. You know, we definitely need to learn how to cope with that, how to cope with our stress and our stress levels because it definitely impacts our health. And it, Alex, if positivity is good for our health, does that mean people with positivity are in better physical shape than perhaps people who tend to be more negative? You know what? That's a really great question. And, uh, well, the answer is yes, but for a very interesting reason. What researchers have discovered is that people with positive attitudes on life or positivity are definitely more likely to exercise. Now, ironically, when you exercise, your body releases chemicals called endorphins. These endorphins interact with the receptors in your brain that reduce the perception of pain. Endorphins also trigger a positive feeling in the body, 
And of course, exercise makes you healthier. So it's a very circular kind of issue where, you know, positivity leads a desire to exercise, which in turn reinforces the feeling of positivity. So you get stuck in, uh, you know, it's a good thing if you're in the cycle, but also conversely, mm-hmm. if you're not, uh, you know, if you're both being negative and not exercising, yeah. it can be really hard to jump into that cycle. Yeah, well, I think I need to be more positive because I think that will help me. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's really interesting because I found that because um, I do I do track and field and I started last year when I was kind of down in life and I didn't I was very upset with what I was doing with my life and then I kind of got into the cycle of exercising just because you know I wanted a sport to be ironically on my college resume which was you know like. I was like, hmm, maybe I should do a sport. And then once I got into the sport, I found that it was really, really fun and I wanted to continue. And, you know, maybe it was just the endorphins, like, releasing in my brain. I found myself to be more happy. And so I really I really enjoy the science behind this whole thing where, hmm, maybe when I exercise, that's a scientific thing and it releases endorphins. That's amazing. Thanks, Alex. So besides just, like... A, this exercising thing where you go into this cycle and get endorphins pumped into your brain so you're really happy, are there maybe more, like, you know, obscure ways or, like, less obvious ways that positivity benefits our health? Oh, certainly. Um, Just Mm -hmm. to give you one really important example is the power of positivity to help us make healthy life choices. Once again, research has shown that being positive keeps you away from harmful things like smoking, over-drinking, taking drugs, and overeating. And clearly avoiding these things are hugely beneficial to our healthy well-being. And, um, you know, this really shows kind of uh, the same kind of behavior Mm -hmm. and cycles of how positive thinking affects your life choices, which then again influence your feeling healthy and positive again and again. Yeah, definitely. All right. Thank you so much for this conversation. Sadly, we have no more time, but it was really great to talk to you about all of this health and happiness and positivity. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineer, Mike. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world, and thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. You've been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For info on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be positive, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself